Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture? Welcome to the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. It's under our spiritual category, 
You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is jaef.foundation. In this series, we break down the human anatomy into its parts, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit being who has a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you live in a body. We dive into the meaning and purpose of each part and how these three parts, your spirit, your soul, and your body work together. We talk about two distinct lifestyles, a life lived from the inside out versus a life lived from the outside in. Living from the inside out means living from your spirit outwardly, whereas living from the outside in means living from the flesh, your body, inside out. What does this mean? Well, here's an example to consider. A person who lives outside in depends on external gratification or triggers of happiness from their environment, such as compliments from people, going shopping, going to a party, or material possessions such as houses, cars, to be happy. The hope is, their hope is that the feeling of this happiness generated when they do something or possess something will give them that inner peace, joy, you know, peace of mind or peace of heart. On the contrary, a person who lives from the inside out is one who, no matter what the external circumstances present, be it good or bad, they will still maintain their peace of mind peace of heart and they have that inner joy. This person's mood, attitude or livelihood and joy are independent of any external experience or possession. You can put it this way. One is driven by happiness and happiness is actually a feeling that is triggered by the external surrounding or circumstances and experiences. Whereas the other person is driven by joy which is internally generated. So with the pandemic and the rise of this mental health epidemic and the unrest that is happening all around the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check which system you're running on. However, we're being faced with this dilemma. There is one part of our human anatomy that is the human spirit which is the power source of everything. It can't be satisfied or fed with anything that the world has to offer. In fact, no amount of compliments, clothing, vacations, drugs, sex, money, cars, alcohol, promotions, career accomplishments and achievements, or social status, none of these can satisfy the human spirit. So maybe Jesus was right when he said to the Samaritan woman by the well in John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. This is what he said to her. Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. He then followed this up with his saying in John chapter 6, verses 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are a spirit and they are life. So with the pressure mounting from each corner of the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check how you're living your life, whether that's from the inside out or from the outside in. 
You see, even Christians who have heard of this teaching so many times often find themselves falling back into the trap of the outside-in lifestyle. They depend on external surroundings, circumstances, and experiences for their source of happiness, and they forget that it's the joy of the Lord which is their strength. One question now remains, or I have one question for you. Are you willing to listen to these words of wisdom from the creator of your spirit? Are you willing to incline to his words, which are the only thing that can satisfy your spirit? The objective of this series is, as we trade along in this series of spirit, soul, and body, is to learn how we can live from the inside out instead of outside in. So bring these words along with you. Remember when Jesus said, Whoever drinks of this water, the water that this world offers, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Wrap your arms around with your mercy. Give up on doing things my way You asked me to let go But I thought I knew better Afraid of surrender And what I don't know I've always had a plan But now I'm so weary And I can't see clearly I forgot who I am so make my eyes, your eyes, my ears, your ears, my tears, your tears And will you make my hands, your hands, my feet, your feet, my dreams, your dreams I give up control This is episode 3 of the Spirit, Soul and Body series. This episode is a continuation of the last episode. 
it's all part of the same recording. We continue the discussion with our guest Tolu on a range of subjects relating to our human anatomy, how we are spirit beings who have a soul and live in a body. We're talking about how to live from the inside out instead of outside in, and how this cascades into the mental health epidemic. We also contrast some of the world's meditation styles with biblical meditation. We hope this episode blesses your heart. So open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. Welcome back. Uh, we just took a quick break and now uh, we are going to keep talking about spirit. I know we've taken so many tangents and uh, we were just talking about uh, the difference between biblical meditation versus uh, the common or most popular ways of meditation that the world is selling us, you know, like uh, just, you know, sit still or getting to like a certain position and play maybe calming sounds, take deep breaths in and out. And and we're just trying to bring some enlightenment or awareness and say, hey, that is, that can only carry you I honestly feel like if you meditate in that kind of style, if you put in 30 minutes, you know, you probably, your ROI is just going to be 30 minutes. But we're talking about a deeper level of meditation where you anchor your spirit and you communicate with the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of God. And the some of the not some of the but well this is this is some of this is how the Holy Spirit is described as uh, this is how Jesus described the Holy Spirit uh, when the Comforter is come first of all the the Holy Spirit is called the Comforter and the Holy Spirit is also called the Spirit of Truth and mm-hmm. we also know that Jesus said uh, the the truth will make you free. So right now in the world, there's a lot of confusion, not just about identities and, 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 and there's just confusion on every subject matter. There is confusion because there is two. Right now, I think there is an opinion that you can probably pick something and there'll probably be uh, easily maybe 10 million people. Maybe there'll be. 10 groups of about 10 million people, there'll be 10 million opinions about something. You know, you'll find maybe about 10 million people and then you, you'll have 10 groups of those. So we have so many opinions and everything. We, we no longer have a standard of truth. And that I think is, what, what's really interesting, like when you compare cultures, again, we're taking like a tangent here, but when you when you hear about like things, how did like the Roman Empire fall and all other great empires? It's always interesting that um, most of like for them primarily, it was almost through physical means. Mm. And I feel like our world today, this generation, you know, these people who are still around who went through like World War Two, and some who actually went through World War One, but I feel like the our battle as as this generation uh, i think has been more spiritual it has been more of a mental thing than physical i think most of the battles we're fighting are mental battles and 
all the downfalls that we we're experiencing, the defeat and everything that we see all around us, I think has been triggered by detaching from spiritual truth. I, I, I always like to tell, I always like to say that people like to say, you know, when you go to work, you know, it's okay to talk about what, what, what are you watching on Netflix? Mm. You know, what are you, Oh, what kind what kind of music you're listening to as long as you're not talking about God or uh, what, what's your diet plan? You know, what are you going to do for the weekend? What are you doing for fun? Like those things, you can talk about them openly. But the most important thing that we've eliminated from the public square is the arena where we're suffering the most defeat. And until people understand that we're spirit beings and we need to talk about this publicly and openly. And I like to tell people, say, listen, if you don't want to talk about spiritual things, and if you don't, if you really think that we can eliminate this from the public square, well, guess what? If if you took away everyone's spirit at your office, guess guess what it turns into? A morgue. <laughs> <laughs> if you that's the degree of it. But listen, you can if you eliminate um physical exercise, you know, people still walk in. Yeah. But if, if you if you told everybody, hey, dump your spirit at the door, but it, it it's a morgue. <laughs> it's spirits who are walking around, yeah. and and people are trying to understand why is there so much crazy in the world. And we, we I know we're hammering away at this thing of meditation, but you said something very important at the beginning. It's like when we we're talking about meditation, it's like. When you just throw up your spirit, where are you throwing it? Because that's what a lot of people are doing. People are just throwing their spirits up. And we have a lot of crazy things that are going on in the world. And people don't realize that it's because their spirits are being anchored to the evil side, to the devil's side. When, when you throw, sadly, the way this world is because of the fall of man, that's a story for another day. That's an episode for another day. By default, your spirit, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you don't ask, if you don't make it, if you don't add out of your mouth that, hey, Lord, you know, I believe in you, come live in my heart, be, the, be my Lord and Savior, by default, your spirit will always be tapping into the devil's spiritual realm. So people don't understand when they see all these crazy things happening, they're pointing fingers at the individual but they're forgetting that these people are just people who have anchored their spirits and, you know, to the devil. That's, that's their communication tower. It's with the devil. That's where thoughts of all these stupid policies are coming from. The confusion you see in the world where people don't know, you know, what their identity is. Um, so many things that, 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 that are just happening all around us. Where do you think this confusion comes from? It's not coming... It's not coming from your mind. Yeah. It is not coming from your mind. It's where is your spirit anchored? Where is your spirit anchored? And we were just talking about uh, that you can have a formula for success because we're talking about Joshua, where God said, you know, three things. Think like God, talk like God, and act like God. Meditate in the book of the Lord day and night. That means you, you've read it. 
and you you were saying that uh, most people say, well, you know, I used to think that you know when I was still uh, growing, when I was just doing religion, mm. I used to look at the Bible and say, man, that how can you know everything in there? Like that is this is such a big book to kind of because I was always thinking to put it in your mind. Like I never really understood that. No, you feed it to your spirit, and the spirit's capacity is in, is infinite. Mm. it's almost like but now it's like you can easily have this whole book of the law in in your spirit and whenever now you're in trouble now you let it come out of your mouth because god says don't let this book depart from your mouth well the only way for you to set things out of the book of law is you gotta store them in you unless you know, like there are moments where you might not have your Bible on you. Maybe you might not have your Bible up on you. But um, in Psalms, the first Psalm says, blessed is the man. Um, and I'll skip says, Blessed is the man uh, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. What we're just talking right now. And in his law, does he meditate day and night? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, the world is looking to prosper, I'll tell you that. Everyone's, uh, it's, always, it's, it's always interesting how, like, when you look at things through the lens of God, it's like, and how the world, and the lens of the world, it's almost like, they're opposites. You know, it's like in the world, it's like, well, first go prosper. You know, we're not just saying money. We're saying, oh, well, go be successful what you're doing first and then start moving forward, right? We kind of put, yeah. the, we put the cart before the horse. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big need on trying to be successful first and then your problems will go away. Ah, that yeah, is you know, that is what we've yeah. been. Be successful first. Get money first, and then your problems should go away. Money can solve most majority of your issues. Yeah, uh, I also heard this saying that you know I'd rather cry on a, in a in a in a mansion full of on, on my bed than cry on the streets or something. That's where the, the genesis of this is actually coming from, is that people put the prosperity, they chase the prosperity and the success. I want to have it first before living an instructive life. How? And then we... Instructive, healthy life. So, you know, thinking about this this way, like people think that, well, you need to be prosperous and successful to be able to be healthy, to be mentally strong, to be whole, to have a great relationship, um, to have great spirituality as well, because now you can go and give, you know, and I'm saying this not just not to people outside necessarily, but even for our believers out there, what mentality do you have, you know? Uh, I know I had a had a mentality too, like, and maybe we may not necessarily externalize it and say, well, I don't necessarily say that outside, but how do you act? You know, how do you act is an expression too. An expression is also a form of speech, you know? So 
how do you live your life? Do you live your life like your career first and then everything else? Mm. I mean, chasing the career path of prosperity, the prosperity of your career, and then you'll be able to get this, 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 and this. Are you chasing investments? And then once you get those things, then this, this, and this, and this could happen. Are you chasing this path of, you know, maybe you're chasing physical fitness. When I get this fit level of fitness, then this, this, and this happens. Hmm. What are you chasing in your life that has become that goal that leads to other aspects of your life? And if you are able to really in, in do an introspection in yourself, I invite everyone to do this. I, I, I love that the word will try you first because it's an important thing. We have to be open and honest with ourselves for change to happen. We don't expect change to happen in a global sense if it's not happening in us. We need to look into ourselves and actually focus and say, is my way of doing things honoring this goal ahead? And then this, this, and this can happen in my life. Or is my way that I am following the Father and then he will lead me to this, this, and this? Yeah. Am, I, am I being led by his presence? And then these things will happen in my life. You know, his word says, seek first. And I know a lot of believers, we say this, but do we actually understand what it means? Like seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. What's also interesting, just to add to that, is uh, uh, I, I, I believe in, in the few scriptures below, uh, God's, uh, Jesus was saying that uh, your heavenly, he says, for all the Gentiles go after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. So it's not like he said that when you put me first, when you seek the satisfaction of your spirit, that. I then th that I don't understand that you need food, that you need you need a car, you need a house, uh, that you need a partner, or that you need uh, whatever wisdom for your job, or or the other stuff that you do as a human being. But he was saying, if you go for those things first, you you're setting up yourself for disaster. Yeah, it's as plain as day. And I think. For us, it takes, um, I really do pray because I always pray for myself, you know, first and foremost, because I need to understand this first for me to be able to share this with my brothers and sisters. <clears throat> but to be able to, that, that him first, you know, do I come into his presence with my agenda? And when I come into his presence with my agenda, is, is, do I think that he doesn't already know before I even speak? Psalm 139 says that before you even say a word, before it even leaves him, leaves your mouth, he already knows it. He knows mm -hmm. it all. You know, so I'm not saying we shouldn't make our requests known, but is it your agenda first, your goal first before him? And I think, well, this is just speaking to First of all, if you, you need to have a relationship with him, first of all, to even to understand the, 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 the process of what which we're speaking. Um, but this is this is where it really starts to 
for a lot of people, they have their goals, especially they have these things ahead of life, you know, their 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 financial goals, mental goals, physical goals. They want to even religious goals, you know, they they want they want to remain good so that they can earn this, you know. Yeah. But it's not necessarily it's not complete because it's not you 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 those things cannot serve you to bring you to where you need to be. Um just 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 to kind of parallel this with the world, because you're saying um what are you putting ahead? Now now this is where I think it becomes very complicated if you if you only do religion, now I'm going to speak to two sides. If you if you only do religion, you know, like um, there's so many religions out there, even within Christianity. Um, yeah. And Christianity was Christianity in its essence was never. I, I don't look it, right now. People, of course, you you know they'll call their religion. These these different religions within Christianity. Christ, the essence of Christianity is it's like saying, you know. Canadian or American, it's who you are. Christ, Christ is, it was almost like a last name attached. It was almost like a name addition. When you say that I believe in Jesus Christ, you, you are, you, you became a Christ, right? So yeah. then it, th th then you were called a Christian. So it was never religion. But the world made it religion because that's, again, another story for another day. But it's very difficult because the thing that you're saying is that someone might say, well, how do I put something else? It's hard to put something else ahead of your, let's say, your financial goals, your, your material goals, maybe your physical body goals, if you don't even believe in God. Now that can be a hard thing because if if your job, if your partner, if 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 you if your physical health or your career is your God, is is where you get all your meaning of life, it, it's very hard if you listen to this and then you say, Well, I don't even know how you can put some do you see what I mean? It can be I, I don't know how you would put something else ahead of that, because then you'll almost if if you take if you put all these things like in position number two, it's almost like position number one by default is just empty because you don't yeah. have a relationship with God. And again, that that's the problem why we see this happening both with people who call them people who say they believe in God, but they don't have a relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. And then also we see with people who are in the world, it's like when you don't have a relationship with God, then it's how, how do you put him ahead when you don't have that? You see how it becomes a challenge? How, 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 yeah. how, how, do, you, how do you tell someone, you know, who's doesn't believe in God? It's like, well, don't let your work, don't let your acting career, don't let your music career be the source of, of your happiness. But that's what people think, that that's the source of your happiness. And yet it's like, no, we, we've been blessed with those gifts to worship God, it's it's an act of worship. It's an act of serving, you know. But then, how 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 would someone? I don't know. I'm just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, no, these are these are. It's a good. It's a good question. Uh, I would say that 
like what comes to me regarding this is that, um, well, the question is, do you have a need you know, mm -hmm. in your life? Do you have a need in your life? Um, do you feel complete where you are right now? You know, because if you do feel complete doing what you're doing and you say, well, that's working for me, no one's going to stop you from doing what you're doing. You have free agency to do anything you want to do. Yeah. So that's this, this one may not benefit you. But if you don't feel complete doing what you're doing, whether it's whether you thought business could be your, your, your God, maybe you don't even think that is, but now you're thinking about it that, wow, I, I may have been making this my, my life's goal. Mm. That was my destination, but I don't feel complete. I don't think that that's the total picture. Then it gives room for assistance, for help. Remember, yeah. there's a helper. Yeah, the helper. The helper comes into picture. The helper will point you to the, to the sun, the sun who sets all free. It says, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. He, he will come and help you. He will lead you to the Father. This loving, the Father's loving presence is over all of creation. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he says that it also says in his word that the Father's eyes are looking to and fro in the whole earth, searching for those that seek him, that are looking for him, that need him in their life. They that they cannot do anything without him. Yes. So it's a total, it's a, it's an, it's an admittance. You have to admit that you don't have it all. You don't have it. There's, there's a fundamental part of you that is missing. The question is, that doesn't come into picture or full picture without this part. So you have to be searching. If you're not searching, then you're, you're not really, you can't, you, it, it won't benefit you. To say, well, I'm gonna, yeah, because it, it's like, well, a thirsty man is gonna know the value of drinking water. Yeah, you know, but a man that has had his his fill and is not thirsty anymore does not look for more water to drink. So he's like, well, I already have what I need. So that and that's to, that's okay for you. If that's you're a free man, you're a free woman. You can do whatever you want to do in any sphere of life, but. The question is, well, do we all, do we have a need? And do and as Christians, as believers, do you have a daily need? Do you still have a need in your walk? Do you still have a need? Do you still have a, a, a need for the Father's presence in your life? Do you think, well, do you do you feel like you've arrived? Maybe you got this new job, it's amazing, you have a good life. Do you feel like you've hit it? Have you achieved your true purpose? Mm -hmm. Is there there's nothing more to to reach for in in his presence is there not he doesn't have any more assignments for you you know we have to think about these things and if you feel that you arrived okay good no problem you know <laughs> it's, it's not for you but <laughs> it's the truth this is the truth that yeah. we have to be honest with ourselves are you are you living life thinking, well, I, I have everything I need. Um, I mean, if you do think that, then that's up to you. But if you think that there's more to it, then 
that's where the father wants to be. Yeah, um, I think it's Blaise Pascal, one of is a big scientist um, of um, I think the twentieth cent- century that said that um, you 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 can't you can't there's this there's this void in your heart you can't fill, but you can't fill with anything in this world, but you can only fill it with with Elohim with God. Yeah, sadly, um, a lot of people, you know, we get to realize this. A lot of people get to realize this at the end of their lives when it's probably too late, which is when you finally acknowledge that there is a spirit being and that that thing that you just feel, you know, the thing that is that can't be satisfied with sex with 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 any amount of alcohol with any amount of with any drug with any amount of money with any number of cars that thing is a spirit spiritual connection spiritual hunger it's a spiritual hunger that was designed in you as a human being and there's only one person who can satisfy it and it's the center of your being it and that is it's only God who can satisfy that spiritual hunger. And that's why you can do all of these things and still feel empty. You can do all of them and still feel empty. Um, just, just as a rhetorical because uh, scenario, we're talking about what are you, what, what is your source of happiness? What is, what are you putting at the front of your life? You know, what's the thing that you're chasing after where you getting your happiness at? And I know this with a lot of uh, Christian believers too. What I'll ask you is this. this we, we kind of, this is another checklist, you know, kind of check mark, oh, I checklist or checkpoint. Um, let's say if you went for a vacation, if, do you know that right now, if you told someone that, hey, I'm going to take you on a vacation to Mexico or Hawaii, but... You just have to enjoy this whole experience in your heart and your mind. Store all the memories there. You, you, you can give them two options. You can say, hey, you can take a picture of it, but you are not going to post it anywhere. Like on that condition. Versus you told another person that you go on a vacation and you'll say, um, I'm pretty sure like there'll be people if you say he's a free vacation, I'm gonna pay for it, but you cannot take a picture, right? You can only go there, enjoy it, and store everything in you, and then you give them another option. Maybe I will pay 50% for, for the vacation, and then maybe you can uh you can take pictures and not post or the other option is like, you know, you, you, you have the option to, 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 you know, maybe I'll just pay maybe I don't know, 20% of the cost. And then you can take pictures and post on social media. Do you know that a lot of people, if you told, if you took them to a destination, a vacation destination and you told them they cannot take pictures and post it, do you know that they'll come back from that trip not feeling satisfied? That is true. 
it, you would probably get like maybe 80%. I'm going to say 70% of people because he's the other thing. You right now, our identity has been attached so much to our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, which are driven by likes, all the, uh, the, 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 the praise that we get from social media. So you can see that if you told someone of this generation, say that you're just going to go on a vacation and enjoy it old school, no pictures. Your mind is your picture. Your mind's your camera. Mm -hmm. People, people would enjoy the vacation. Yeah, I mean that's that's where we've come to um, globally. So that, that shows you that even when it's in a moment of a good thing, we're not fully there. We 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 are not fully embracing the moment, or there's something even when it calls for us to be at rest and just kind of mm -hmm. like enjoy the moment for ourselves. We're still trying to seek some outside influence, something that is going to trigger our emotions and make us feel good, something from the outside. Because the only reason about, you know, back in the day, I know with our parents, like all the pictures that we grew up, man, they couldn't post any of our childhood pictures. Like everything was in an album, like those hand albums <laughs> to, yeah. to see someone's memories. You had to go to someone's home. That used to be a thing, by the way. Whereby the first thing that you entered every house, like you you find the whole foot picture album styled up on like in the middle of the living room, then that's when you'll get to see what they did last Christmas, how they spent Easter. It, it, so most of the memories you just had to store them within yourself. But right now it's almost like even when it's a vacation, we're still trying to seek that outside. Uh, how do I want to call it? approval yeah the approval and, um connection yes relationship even in certain ways you know a lot yes, of people yes. i mean over the pandemic you saw it, there was a rise in depression from loneliness too as well because people could not go anywhere they could not tweet about they, they could only sit at home they could not um they couldn't interact with people so of course the loneliness issue became a big thing. So um, one thing people travel out for is to connect with other people, you know? Mm -hmm. So you may, someone might even take that ticket just for the aspect of, you know, exploring and meeting different people. And, you know, that's their own way of connecting and also tweeting about it and posting about it. So let's not forget that part. But mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I think that the big, the biggest thing why people seek approval is because, well, there's a loneliness aspect to it. There's a there's an aspect that um, there's a void that is. I mean, I know I experienced this, you know, when because I'm I came here as an immigrant to Canada, and one of the biggest things I faced because my family did not come with me, for and I was here for a long time was there was a loneliness issue, and that was what made me want to you know, associate myself with different people, friends, even social media. I remember posting stupid stuff on social media just because I wanted to connect and I was adding everybody. You know, there was, when the social media initially came, I was, we were adding everybody, you know, just because you connect, you know, <laughs> just want, you want to be friends, you know. But the question is, we're not, if you search internally, it's like, 
it's loneliness. Yeah. You know, if you have if you have everything you need, you're not really searching for more. Um, you're not you're not really not that you're not searching for more. You're not um, you have an assurance. You're not you're not moving by the craze of what's going on. You're not also compelled to do something. You can enjoy the moment, whether you're alone, whether you're somewhere else. You can enjoy the moment. You can switch off your phone and be fine with it. You can. You can read a book instead of being on your laptop. You can be by yourself and be okay. You know, but not many people can um, would experience want to experience that, especially even when they travel. They like to a lot of people like to travel in in groups or couples, but very rarely will you see a, uh, someone traveling alone to a travel destination to experience something. And even if they do, they also they also want that that place would be populated with people. So the whole point is there's a loneliness issue that you can't even fill that void by just doing that. So if your goal was traveling, if your goal was, well, I was going to, I'm going to travel as many places in the world and then post about it and, you know, and do what, what not, you can't even fill that void. You can't even feel, it will never feel completing. It will never complete, even if you had the ability to post, at some point, it doesn't complete you. Yes. It's, when you it's travel fun. everywhere in the world, <laughs> you know, maybe you've, um, you've gone to, there are people that have traveled multiple um, continents, right, and seen different cultures, but st still, they haven't been completed in that sense because they, there's still a void in their heart that is open, and traveling can't fill that, you know. So I think just going back to that, you know, what do we have ahead of us or in, in our lives that we're gunning for? Is that, is that, does that really complete you? As much as, you know, um, letting the, this, the presence of the Heavenly Father, you know, fill your heart and let him help you, guide you, lead you. Let his son make your heart whole. Let the Father do the mighty work in your life and transform your life and, you know, begin to enjoy even the mundane things. In the next episode, we'll continue the discussion with our guest Tolu on this subject of spirit, soul, and body. How to live from the inside out instead of outside in. This was episode three of the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. Your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.
business You're hitting a lick and we wanna go, we drip different The blood of the saints stay on our toes Hundred saints in Nigeria kill for their belief Feeling grief, I intercede for my brothers who win the streets When this is deep, how you sleep with a cutlass between the sheets Not for the thief, but a wolf who got fur between the fleece I can't deny it, man, I'm standing by it I'm standing by, they say I'm biased cause the standard higher One look at my eye, you see the fire, that shit energize you I'm hearing they cry, you see your church robes and vandalizers Wash blood with sanitizer Dyer's gang, he took the blade to the diaphragm All cause he calls Messiah's name with a dire shame Now I am way down, feeling pain, cause it's more than day. But the hall of the martyrs is where my brothers stay. This is a lifestyle more. 